0: Waves rolled in. A large island with a lush forest lined by white shores stretched along the calm blue sea. But lo, tarnishing this pristine beach were two human bodies lying face down in the sand. They lay still, unmoving, until one of them sputtered awake. (coughs) Twas none other than Danny Boy. She frantically sprung up and began to vigorously shake the man next to her, her best pal, her partner in crime, her captain, Lamar de Lamar. (coughs) Daddy,
1: where are we? What happened?
0: My God. The previous events at sea began to sink in. My God. The mutiny, the storm, the destruction of HMS Squeaky Jenny, and everything Lamar had ever known. They had miraculously survived by some act of fate but now found themselves on a strange island. Lamar began to panic. Hey, whoa, calm down. Look what else made it, bud. Danny removed about an ounce of a hybrid sativa from her britches and happily wagged it in the air. Who cares? We're stranded. Is it a hybrid? Yes, it's a hybrid. We survived. Now come on, let's light a fire and chill. But Lamar was in no mood to chill. In a daze, he staggered to his feet and set off to collect himself. All he could think was one thing. He fucking blew it. He had his shot, and his hard-fought climb through the ranks, one he had battled throughout his entire life, came only with stress and war. Catherine, Roe, the mutiny, the responsibility, the failure, the shame. He was lost, physically and emotionally.
1: I did my best, I truly tried. I climb the ranks with all my might But how can I recover this? I've lost my crew You lost the ship too? Lost my ship! Just as I became a prince
0: With the help of some deep breathing and Danny Boy's hybrid, Lamar had managed to calm himself down. He had been in tight spots before, maybe not as tight as this, but damn it, he would persevere. He began to comb the beach for raw material.
1: Hey, what are you up to down there?
0: As quick as a blink, Lamar fashioned an exquisite fishing rod from wood and strong this vine. Will do. Ever the carpenter. After some precise whittling and sanding to boot, he waded into the gentle waters of the sea and cast his line. As Lamar waited, scenes of the storm flashed in his mind. Oh, that horrible storm. He could still hear the sea dogs screaming as they fled for their lives. The fire crackling as it consumed the ship. The deafening silence as he fell beneath the waves. But what else... His thoughts fell upon the girl from his vision. He had almost forgotten that perfect angel calling on him to join her. But now that he remembered, his mind was flood with fantasy and fetish. But just who was she?
1: I can't forget what I saw. A damsel. Her buttocks and her breast. Substantial This creature of my dreams Could she be all that she seems? Dream girl Though I never saw her face Something about the way she moved In the dark she swam with grace Dream girl, are you a vision I'll forget Perhaps the only thing I have left my mind, just playing tricks on me. I close my eyes, and she is calling me. Could beauty so obscene be more than just a dream to me? Who is she? That's all I want to know. You don't have to swim alone. I can't forget what I saw.
0: But his daydream lasted only for a moment as his line gave a strong pull. Whoa, now! Lamar battled a sea beast, bracing the rod against his hip and following its motion, just as Captain James had taught him in his youth. Down. Lamar was stunned when he saw what was on the other end of his line. A spectacular fish with glistening multicolored scales, the likes of which he had never seen. What but his awe lasted only for a moment. Another disturbance in the water drew his attention. What could this be? A shark? A whale? Some type of eel? No! It was a man! Ah, uh, Lamar threw his perfectly crafted rod into the water and dove, swimming towards the drowning soul. He put his arms around him and easily sidestroked back to shore. Danny sprinted towards Lamar from her fire and helped him drag the waterlogged stranger onto the beach. By the grace of God and Lamar de Lamar, he was alive. Hey, buddy, are you okay? The man coughed and got to his feet. As he turned, Lamar's stomach dropped. This was no stranger. No stranger. He found himself staring into the face oh, of Alexander Rowe. Oh, fuck. No, come on. Without a second's hesitation, Rowe charged at Lamar. They rolled around the sand, scratching, biting, clawing. Danny leapt between the two men as they rolled around the beach. In perfect execution, her slender but powerful legs locked around Rowe's neck, while she simultaneously caught Lamar in an armbar. Strong and slightly sexual.
1: This doesn't concern you, Danny. You
0: took an oath, Captain. Never leave a man behind. Lamar and Ro reluctantly nodded, seeing no means of escape. Denny loosened her grip, and the two desperate earthworms wriggled away. We're going to have to bury the hatchet and get along, you guys. Ro, you
1: have tried to kill me three times since the story started. But we need him. Ro is difficult
0: to work with, sure. But boy, oh boy, can those soft hands work our compass better than I've ever seen. Best navigator in all of Europe, thanks to my training. Oh,
1: okay.
0: I was trained by the best, at a small liberal arts navigation university. Liberal arts. I studied abroad my junior year, and really found Shut myself- Shut the fuck up. <laughs> if anyone can build us a ship, there's no better carpenter than you, Lamar. Maybe Jesus, but he is gone. Yeah, but what? And I can sail anything. Can't you see? It's a perfect team. I'll spare his life, for
1: now. You actually want to kill me? You want me dead? Just stop being so intense. I'm not going to try to kill you, okay? Don't try to kill me and I won't try to kill you. Fine.
0: We'll settle our debt when we return to the English shore. Jesus fucking Christ. Partners?
1: Though we come from different worlds Whipping at each other's necks We must work together
0: If we are to face what's next
1: our fists are clenched and curled But we'll set our pride aside So we both can survive Lost at sea, but not alone To enemies with common goals I can fix the mess you made Mess I made? The mess you made Boys, stop it What, you heard him? He was
0: blaming me for the whole thing You framed me! Yeah, well, you're a jerk. Guys, you
1: have to get along But he's a sociopath Lemar, you choked me out! You tried to have me stabbed Let's all just take a breath And try to strategize So we all can survive Lost at sea But not alone Two enemies With common goals I can see That
0: you're afraid what they miss we made. <laughs> we uh, are bad at our jobs. Danny whipped out a fat doobie and sparked it with flint and stone. All right, girls. Uh, now let's get creative and figure out how to get back home. Lamar, Danny, and Ro ventured into the jungle beyond the beach, looking for fruit and animal to sustain their health and gathering what they could for Lamar's ship. It is incredible. The island continued to mystify them, The white sand was surprisingly cool to the touch. The leaves on the trees changed color, as if they experienced a full year of foliage on each and every day. The animals, such as the proud and colorful fish, were wild and strange. And the fruit! The fruit was exotic and sweet, with such juicy pleasure in each bite, to make the sourest of men come! To a toothy grin. Lamar fashioned an elegant axe for harvesting his supplies. He swung it into a tree with wild strokes, using every ounce of strength he had to get back home. Stroke after stroke, each pointed and precise, as he swung harder, harder. Turn around. But the hair on the back of his neck prickled. He felt a strange presence at his back. He turned, nothing but the bright colors and creatures of the quiet forest. Danny Boy looked to him skinning a baby fawn nearby. What's up, bro?
1: Nothing, I thought I saw
0: someone. Ro approached. He had been pretending to work behind a tree. I can feel it too. It feels like a game. The kind we play with our servants. The kind we watch. I agree with the first part. It does feel like a game. Lamar stopped short when he saw Danny and Ro looking past him, their faces frozen in fear. He turned, then he saw her. His dream girl stood not but a few feet away. She looked just as Lamar had seen in his mind's eye. Only now, glowing lines of blue paint danced along her soft skin and formed a spectacular blue butterfly just above her full breasts. Holy shit. But as Lamar stepped toward her, she vanished into the depths of the jungle beyond. Wait! Lamar ran through the forest after the girl, and Danny and Roe followed. Although he could no longer see her, he seemed to know where to go. He ran with reckless abandon, not noticing a suspicious pile of leaves a few feet ahead of him. Lamar, Danny and Roe fell through the leaves and tumbled to the bottom of a large hole. As Lamar's sight faded, he looked back to the sky. His dream girl stared down at him, but he could only hold his gaze for so long. too. He found himself in a damp and murky cave. He couldn't tell how long it had been. He looked around for his companions. Guys? But there was no sign of Danny or Roe anywhere. Danny! Roe! Hello! Lamar stood. He let his eyes adjust to the dim light. There was a small pool in the center of the room, the water still and unmoving. But Lamar paid it no mind. He circled the cave, feeling along the walls for a way out. But there was none. He was trapped.
1: Is anybody there? Hello?
0: He was alone. He sat against the cave wall, wrapping his head against the hard rock behind him as he tried to think. But he was tired and fresh out of ideas. He buried his head in his knees. But a glimmer of light caught his attention. He looked up, noticing the pool pulse with a faint blue glow. He skeptically approached the pool and knelt by its side. He peered into the water below him, finding his own reflection staring back. But then, something strange began to happen. His reflection smiled back at him on its own. Lamar lurched away in disbelief. Ah. There was witchcraft afoot in this strange and unusual place. But curiosity forced him back, where his reflection waited for him. What is this? With a knowing nod, Lamar's reflection reached its hand out of the pool, penetrating the water into the room. Lamar wasn't sure what to make of it, his own hand beckoning for him to take it. He reached out, slowly, inching closer, closer, until the hand grabbed him by the wrist and pulled him inside. Lamar opened his eyes. He was not underwater at all. He was somewhere familiar. He was back in the ramshackle slum he had spent the first years of his life. As he looked down at his own hands, he found the hands of a boy. And as he looked up, he realized he was kneeling next to his mother. Lamar knew what this was, but he couldn't believe it. He was in a memory. One he had carried with him throughout his entire life. The last time he saw his mother alive. My time has come, Lamar. As it comes for all things on this flat earth. Lamar buried his head into his mother's side. He didn't want her to go. He needed her. He wasn't ready to face life on his own. Be strong, Migo. You must promise me something. You are chosen for more than this. You must free yourself from this life.
1: But I can't do that without you, Mom.
0: Yes, you can. You can be anything. Do anything. I only wish I could see you become what you were always supposed to be. Promise me, Lamar, promise me you will rise. Rise. Lamar's mother stroked his hair and closed her eyes. She drew her final breath and passed from this world to the next. It was more than Lamar could bear. What sorcery, what evil would force him to experience this again? to be reminded of his mother's dying words, to face his broken promise. He had failed her. I see your pain, traveler. Lamar turned, stunned to see a hooded man in the memory, watching him from the door.
1: Come on, are you the girl? Are you some sort of
0: shapeshifter? The man removed his hood. What's going on, he man? was bald, with sharp eyes that had seen many lives. No, this is my only shape. Come, your friends are waiting for you. He extended a large hand to Lamar with a kind and knowing smile. Lamar nodded and took the man's hand. As he stood, he was pulled out of the room and back into the cave. This was no ordinary place, and Lamar was beginning to realize that. He followed the strange, bald man into the darkness of the unknown. The man led Lamar to the mouth of the cave, where Danny and Roe were waiting for him. They rejoiced in reunion. I thought I'd lost you, bud. Where'd you guys go? Danny, Lamar, and Roe exchanged glances of silent understanding. It seemed as though everyone had shared similar experiences within the cave. But no one was ready to talk about it. At least, not yet. Did, uh, did you see anything? Embarrassed, Lamar avoided her gaze and looked to the ground.
1: Maybe let's worry about where we are first.
0: Sensing the tension, the bald man clapped his hands and bellowed a hearty belly laugh. (laughs) It is time for you to learn exactly where you are. He led them out of the cave to... A village. It was a paradise. Built into the forest so as not to disturb it. And waiting for them were a group of people. People of all different creeds and colors. Beautifully eclectic, beautifully shaped. Who are they? Travelers, just like you. Curious, Lamar scrutinized the villagers. Hey,
1: hey, is there a girl here?
0: She's like five foot ten. Um, And who should step out ahead of the group, but Lamar's dream girl, as real as the Illuminati. Lamar fumbled to find the right words, and eventually could only muster the following question. What's your name?
1: Hi, I'm Nola. Welcome to Jacobar.